Okay, back into Tuesday. I'm Jeff MacArthur, 34 past the hour now. And of course, today the day that a lot of people in this province have been waiting for. Many of those public health restrictions, COVID restrictions, including things like capacity limits, proof of vaccination requirements, they are all now gone. Here's Global's Marianne DeMaine with more. Patrons going into non-essential indoor public spaces like gyms, restaurants and theaters will no longer have to deal with capacity limits and they'll no longer have to show proof of vaccination. Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment says that also applies to fans entering its venues like the Scotiabank Arena. For gym owner Patrick Ross, that means the doors are now open to everyone and that will eventually mean a beefed up bottom line. I'm hoping that business will improve by 50 percent, so almost double due to the fact that now I'm able to accept everyone again, not just just, you know, the vaccinated. The proof of vaccination system will still be required in high-risk settings. All right. Thank you, Marianne. Joining us now, Paul Bogner, head of Surcorp, whose restaurants include Jack Astor's, Canyon Creek, amongst others. Hey, Paul, good afternoon. Nice to have you back on the show. Hi, Jeff. Good to be back. All right. How are you feeling today? Is this the day that uh, you and so many others have been anxiously awaiting? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, we've seen kind of a, uh, an uptick over the last, you know, almost two and a half, three weeks now since they took the capacity restrictions, uh, off of restaurants. Um, yeah, I think it's time now to welcome back both sides of the equation and, uh, and we'll see just how many of those, those non-vaxxed people will come out and support us, uh, now that they're able to. All right. Where does Surcorp stand, uh, Paul, when it comes to proof of vaccination? Because as we've heard, and today is the first day that that requirement has been lifted, there are some businesses, uh, you know, restaurants, uh, gyms, uh, cinemas that will still require proof of vaccination or ask for it. Uh, Others have decided to leave that as an individual uh, choice. Uh, Where do you and your restaurant stand? Yeah, you know, we we had a lot of dialogue about this, um, but but we're gonna um, we're gonna honor what the uh, provincial legislation now says, uh, which is no proof of vaccine required. Um, you know, we're looking at things um, like continued safety, which we've been doing all along. We'll still insist on people wearing a mask uh, to enter the facility, uh, to and from their table, and uh, to and from the restrooms. Um, but the proof of vaccine is not a not a requirement in Ontario any longer, and so um, we want to welcome back those people that made that that life decision not to be vaccinated. Uh, and our our data, you know, we, we always criticize the government for not sharing enough data with us. Um, but but our own uh, our own research says, look, there's as many symptomatic as asymptomatic people. You could be vaccinated and carrying this virus unvaccinated carrying the virus i think the the medical um community said look chances are if you're unvaccinated it may be a little more severe if you're vaccinated it's a cold um i I just think we're no longer going to sit in a judgment chair we're going to welcome all of our guests back and uh and hopefully this virus continues to decline and this this gets behind us and everything you just said there, Paul, is that what you would say to somebody who might feel a little hesitant about going into one of your restaurants or any other public uh, facility where proof of vaccination is no longer required? Because uh, for some, there is still a, a hesitancy there. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's hard for us now to tell who amongst us is is uh, 
uh, a carrier or not. And, and as I said, you know, you look at the you look at the numbers, there are just as many COVID cases in vaccinated people um, as not. And, and so you could be sitting next to a vaccinated person who also is carrying this virus and, and you've got just as much risk um, being exposed to it. I, I think everyone's um, everyone's health is their own personal choice now, and and how you choose to protect yourself um, is your choice. And, and I'm still a believer that being double or triple vaxxed is going to give me um, the highest level of of um, immunity. Uh, it's my choice; others don't. Um, the example I can give you is, you know, I just had a team down in Nashville, Tennessee, for a for a vendor function and uh, they were telling me how it is just an absolute free fall no masks people are out people are doing everything and um you know knock on wood um it's been over a week and none of them none of them uh came back with covid um there now everyone who went down is obviously been double or triple vaxxed but i i think it's you're exposed to it regardless of what you're going to do nowadays so um, we'll do what we can. We'll keep people spaced. We'll keep people wearing a mask, like I said, to and from, and um, and we'll sanitize the heck out of everything between uh, between guest visits. And the dropping of that proof of vaccination requirement, uh, logistically, what does that mean uh, for you and for restaurants uh, as a whole? Because uh, I think anyone who's been to a restaurant while that uh, vaccine, uh, that proof of vaccine mandate uh, was there, probably encountered, you know, longer than usual uh, lineups. Uh, Obviously, it was somewhat uh, cumbersome that uh, you had to uh, check everybody's uh, phone proof of uh, vaccination. So just logistically, how does this change things for uh, restaurants and businesses? Yeah, certainly at uh, at our busier times, um, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, um, this is going to facilitate a much easier flow of getting guests to a table, getting them to uh, to enjoy their their lunch or dinner or night out. Um, and, and, um, you're right. It was very cumbersome. There were a lot of people who didn't, didn't download their vaccine proof properly. And, and so they were fumbling around looking for it. We had an instance on the weekend of a couple of, uh, American visitors proclaiming their U S rights and, uh, not wanting to wear a mask and barge into a restaurant. And of course, that's a whole other scenario. I think this is just going to say, look, um, let's worry about enjoying each other. And, you know, with what's going on in the world, I think the last thing we need is more conflict here. So um, I'm, just, I'm just looking forward to people getting out and enjoying themselves. And as I said, we'll, we'll take as many precautions as we can um, within reason to keep people feeling safe. Um, I've kept a little bit of plexiglass up between booths where it doesn't it doesn't feel out of place, but it adds a little bit of extra protection. And, and you know, we'll, we'll try and make everybody feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And to that point, trying to recapture, you know, just a little pleasure and uh, a little fun. I wanted to ask you about capacity limits as well, because uh, tonight, and I think this is going to be a real signpost for a lot of people I was saying earlier, Raptors will play in front of a full crowd for the first time in a long time. They're hosting uh, the Nets. And just wondering, to be open, you know, for a restaurant or bar, uh, such as the ones that Sircorp owns, just what does that do to be able to be at full capacity uh, and just, you know, the the vibe, I guess, inside the uh, restaurant? Uh, does it kind of feel like it's back to old times? 
Yeah, so so that what a great call out. Thank you for that one. Yeah, we have uh, several properties right along that Front Street corridor. Um, you know, the Loose Moose, uh, Jack Astor's, obviously, Scatterbush, um, and and it's it, it'll be night and day. Um, you know, where even though the restaurant was allowed to be at 100% capacity with with only half the uh, half the Scotiabank Arena open, you know, you, you just don't get that same piece. Um, we've already been booked solid with reservations. Um, people are coming into the game. Uh, you know, get the out of town, the 905ers, as we call them, coming in. And uh, and so the Moose and, and Jack Astor's Front Street are destinations for them. Um, the teams are cranked up. You know, the music playlists have been updated. The video um, programs have been updated. And it's just a general overall feeling of excitement. So uh, for us, it's a, it's a big deal. All right, Paul, really appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for this, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Jeff. Take care. You too. Paul Bogner is the head of Surcorp, whose restaurants, as you just heard there, include Loose Moose, Jack Astor's, and Canyon Creek. And we're back after this break here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.